Welcome back. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Episode number either 44, 45, or 46. I can't remember. I think it might be 46. Which, how exciting. I was looking at the calendar earlier, and this is, in fact, the last episode of April. Don't worry. I'm sure everyone was nervous. The last episode of April, which means that next week is May, which if I'm doing the math properly, once we do an episode in May, means I will have done an episode in every month of the year that exists. Not all of this year because it's only been like half of the year, but we started last June. So the only month I have yet to, you know, spread my annoying um, voice on over is May. So that's exciting. It's finally starting to be a bit a bit springy. Um, for whatever reason, where I live, every time we hit like maybe mid-March, we get a week of like really nice weather and then we get humbled. Now, I don't know if that, it, do you know what? I think it might be something to do with the groundhog. I, we talked about it when it happened a few months ago, but Groundhog Day, I think... I think he did see his shadow or something, which was or whatever the bad one is, whatever one indicates um, more winter. We did see a shadow. Um, and I think the week of good weather, like I was saying, how we get a week of good weather is when sp- spring would normally start. But then the groundhog like comes back with a vengeance. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've been mocking the groundhog because I'm thinking that he doesn't work. But he actually like, he kind of worked. We had like a one week of good weather when spring started and then two weeks of crap. And now it's just starting to get better. So you know what? That sucker might be onto something. I think we need to respect the groundhog a bit more. You know, I actually identify with that groundhog in a lot of ways. I just feel like we're, we're the same, but completely opposite. Like he does work that nobody cares about but like for some reason everybody listens to and I do stuff that nobody asked for this podcast that nobody cares about and nobody listens to. So it's really like looking in a mirror, you know? But anyway, enough of the groundhog. I'm sure I did a, a whole spew at the time. You know, I really, I, I say stuff and I like completely forget it, which is good and bad. Good because I don't, you know, I'm not normally up all hours of the night spiraling over what I said because I genuinely don't remember. But I also tend to repeat the same story over and over again. And I do this in life and I do this on the Nobody Asked for This podcast that releases episodes every Thursday. Um, I guess if you're listening to this, I don't really have to advertise, which is a great segue into our daily or weekly reminder, episodically timey reminder that I know that no one listens to this. So if you stumble upon this in the distant future, the not too distant future, 300 years from now, like I'm not delu- I'm delusional, but I'm not delusional enough to believe that anyone is actually listening to this. And I just like to, you know, remind people that because there's nothing sadder than um you know, someone talking on their Instagram like millions are listening and it's like maybe hundreds. I contemplated, you know, you can buy 
um, Instagram followers. I contemplated for my birthday asking for like someone to buy me um, like podcast listens. Or honestly, like don't even buy it. Just like play the podcast on a loop because I see the numbers. And I think like I, even if they're fake numbers, like it looks good to me, you know? Like I, I think I could I think I could trick myself into forgetting that I'm actually doing way better than I am. Like even put me back on the finished podcast charts. Quick recap, I talk about it once a month. Um, when we launched the podcast, we were like number 30 something on the uh, podcast charts in Finland, which you know what? Not everybody can say, I would argue most people around you in your vicinity, like take a look around, walk into the mall, count 10 people. I can almost guarantee you zero people can say that they were basically have achieved podcast fame in the comedic sectors of Finland. So that's why I'm never, if you're, if you're, if you're wondering why I haven't stopped bringing this up, that's why, because it's the one, it's the one thing I have. Okay. And you can't take that from me. You just can't. Let me just take a sip of my morning battery acid. I've really, I've really fallen into a routine here. I think doing the podcast has made me more of a battery acid drinker just because I feel like I need, you know, something to do while I'm, you know, thinking and and formulating thoughts. It's actually kind of hard, like not to not to brag, but it's kind of hard to like think of random stuff to talk about, you know, and I just feel like a jolt of morning coffee out of a mug that's always like something random it helps you know i'm acting like i'm the first person to discover coffee anyway um how's everyone else doing yeah you know i realize this this podcast is a lot about me um it's borderline like some sort of like narcissism case study so i'm gonna give i'm gonna do like a like a moment of silence but like where i'm silent so how have you have you been Okay, I'm not going to give you too long, but um, I hope you took those three seconds to just answer, respond, um, yell at me, you know, whatever you want to do, express, I I think you should have a voice in this. Um, That's like, (laughs) my favorite thing ever is watching like crappy, like TV, TV movies on like Lifetime or like Hallmark, whatever, whatever, pick your poison. The acting on there is so terrible. Terrible to a point where I, I get some hope. I'm like, oh my God, I could totally be an actor. Kind of. Um, I'm sure it is a bit harder than it looks. But what I find so funny is the like phone conversations where there's like clearly nobody on the other line. And they're just like, she said what? On Christmas? The North Pole. Like It's like they're not talking to another human. Brutal. But I, I bring that up to say that that is what this reminded me, the taking the moment of silence reminded me of. And now we've reached the time of the podcast where my voice gives out. <clears throat> Listen, I'm going to have to switch my morning battery acid to like some sort of throat coat because this is kind of brutal. How am I supposed to be, you know, the podcasting beacon of the Northern Hemisphere with a voice that gives out? I already, I already didn't have a great voice to start with and now they're taking it away. What Disney movie does she lose her voice? Anyway, um, yeah, I have a few. To- I have a few topics to talk about. Um, the first one, I'm, I'm. Give me one second. I got to clear my throat. Okay, I think I'm back. Perfect. 
the first topic I have, um, I think one of the worst scrapes a person could get, not in type of scrape, but in location. I have a scrape on my right knuckle. I don't know where I got it from. I don't know who to blame. Um, and I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know if I now need a tetanus shot. Which, terrible news, everybody. My tetanus shot is, like, evaporating more and more by the minute. I think I only have maybe, like, a year left. I think I got it when I was, like, 14. So, like, yeah, I have, like, less than two years. This is terrifying. I find, I find a lot of comfort in my tetanus shot. I never needed one before, but for whatever reason, when they're doing the vaccines in at least where I am, you get it, some in sixth grade and some in ninth grade. Um, my grade nine vaccines, they just think, they thought, you know, let's just throw a tetanus. Like we have these kids' arms out anyway. We've kind of we've got that cotton ball swab and sterilized it. Like, let's just do it. Um, and I was, I was down for it because I, I was always scared of tetanus. Um, now, anyone who knows me knows I'm not very outdoorsy. Like it would be like for me to require a tetanus shot, I would have had to be going out of my comfort comfort zone anyway, unless like some sort of rat, like unless all of the plates and the cups and the empty chip bags in my room beaconed some sort of, was it was a beaconing call. I'm, I've said the word beacon like 17 times and I don't even know what it means. If all of the junk in my room, like, was a shining light for a bunch of rats to come in and bite me in the middle of the night. That is the only way I might require a tetanus shot. Um, but when I got one in grade nine, I was, I had never felt such relief. Like I didn't even know how much it had stressed me out to not have one. So I was like, I'm good for the next 10 years. Now the problem is my time is ticking. This is basically Santa Claus two, not Santa Claus one or Santa Claus three, but Santa Claus two, where he, it's like very 90 day fiance. He lives in the North Pole, obviously, because he's Santa, but they decide that, um, you know, Santa needs a wife, which is very, like, almost progressive. It's like reverse misogyny. Like they're doing like the men off cliffs version of like some of the other like misogynistic, what are, I guess it'd be called a romantic comedy. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They, they were, you know what? They were, they were being disruptors. But anyway, Santa needs a wife, and he does like 90 Day Fiance on Earth to find a wife. Um, but the whole time, why I'm bringing this up is the whole time he has a clock on him that's like basically counting down the time left he has on Earth before he doesn't have enough magic to get back to Earth. Now, why I relate to that is I feel like I have a timer on me for my tetanus shot. And like anytime I get a little cut, I'm like, oh, thank God, let me just check the watch. Yeah, I have enough, I have enough tetanus magic left that has not evaporated to to get me through this 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 paper cut you know not that you need a tennis shot for a paper cut but just in case like i'm not trying to get lockjaw that sounds awful i also went through a time where i was terrified of like rabies um again i don't know i don't know how i would get rabies it would it would have to be like because i i mean i am kind of just my hygiene's gotten better but like i think we should analyze our flaws like i didn't ha i didn't always have the best hygiene um, and I guess, I, I guess a rat could have been involved, uh, but yeah, I was terrified of rats. Uh, you couldn't catch me in a Home Depot because I saw a couple rats in there a couple times and that was kind of it, like not to squander the good name of Home Depot. I'm sure this will not stop the Home Depot people from going to Home Depot. So don't sue me.
Mr. Depot. But it it was just it was a it was a harrowing experience. Not because I'm scared of rats, but because I'm scared of do rats give you ten no rabies, that's the one. Um so I I've contemplated getting a rabies shot. Unfortunately they don't have that just like readily available at pharmacies. I think they should make it over the counter. Like I think the tetanus should be over the counter. They could put it in like a Flintstones vitamin. Um, rabies shot, let's do that. We could probably do some like Yeah, like anything preventative, like just just put it in the aisle. Like why do we need like obviously not in a needle, like they would have to do like a Flintstone vitamin version. Like I get I get that part, but like let's make it let's make it accessible. I would like to speak to um just like the medical community. If anyone knows anyone in the medical community, just send the, the, the um, what's the audio version of a PDF? The MP3 of this, of this episode to your, your nearest medical professional. Maybe if you have like a pretty like close relationship with your doctor, your, your general practitioner, look at me using medical terms. Um, yeah, just, just hit them up and say, listen, this guy has some good ideas for you. And maybe they take them and maybe they don't. Probably more likely that they don't, but at least if, you know, a, a professional in the field tells me it's a bad idea, I can move on. Like, I'm fine being wrong. I'm really good at being wrong. I've, I've had a ton of practice. Um, but I just need confirmation from, like, the, the professionals to know that I'm wrong. And while you have them on the line, if you could ask them if they think a scrape on your right knuckle um, that appeared what seems like magically... Um, means anything bad for your health, get back to me. You can, or, you know, I have an Instagram. I have a, I, have a, I had a TikTok for the show. Don't really use it, but like, if that's your primary means of communication, like just DM me on that. I assume you can do that. I'll answer desperate times, call for desperate measures. But yes, summer is, summer is coming, kind of. I feel like, I feel bad for the, the winter and spring seasons because I feel like, Winter's for sure the worst. I think it's universally the worst. I don't know that there's any person on earth that wakes up and lives a life that's like, I love winter. Now, if people say that they love winter, which I used to do, uh, just make sure to clarify with them because, you know, I've heard that this is a common mistake people make. Uh -uh, I made it. Um, Just make sure to clarify with them that winter starts like December 22nd because I think people think when they say winter is their favorite season, I think they think that winter starts in like November as it should. Um, but for whatever reason, it doesn't. So just make sure that like if someone says their favorite season is winter, that they mean like December 22nd to March something, like March 20 something. Like just make sure they know what they're saying before you judge them. Because if they, if they do know what they're saying, then that is cause for judgment. If they think that, you know, winter is November to, you know, maybe... January, uh, don't judge them as harshly. I think those people deserve to be nurtured. Those people deserve to be loved. And those people deserve to be told the unfortunate truth that for whatever reason, fall lasts until December. Truly will never make sense to me. But summer is coming. And that is a good sign and a bad sign because I'm looking down, you know, how I how I record this again in a beanbag chair. It really gives me half an hour to just kind of stare at my feet which is something I don't normally do. You know, I'm a bit taller, so it's just like, it's, it's kind of like a far way down, especially when I'm standing up. Uh, but yeah, just looking down, I need to, I need to cut my toenails. And uh, there's really no reason to cut your toenails in, in the winter. You know, there's just not. Like, it, listen, bears 
completely skip the winter. You know, there's animals that say, oh, it's getting cold. Like, I'm not going to exist for the next couple months. So if they can do that, I could not cut my toenails. But now, you know, you can kind of see your toenails through Crocs, which I, which I wear. Um, and especially the Walmart Crocs, the $10 Walmart Crocs that I bought a couple years ago, the holes are bigger, which is truly unfortunate on, you know, for a number of reasons. One being I can't fit any Croc charms in it. For anyone who's unaware, Crocs, they're like the rubber clogs that have the holes in them. They're kind of for like, they're summery, like outside. Um, I don't think you're supposed to wear socks with them. So I don't, because I'm not a freak, but no offense if you do, more power to you. I do more weird stuff than I could count, um, and I can't count that high, so it's, you know, not, doesn't, that doesn't say much, but um, love, love some Crocs, but the Croc charms are really the reason to get the Croc. It is basically, it almost looks like a pin that you would put on your shirt, but instead you put it through the holes of the Croc, and Walmart designed their holes just so um, you couldn't fit the fit the croc charm which is just such a travesty um and i mean in the age of everyone suing everybody like i think we have a claim here i think we have a claim i'll get back to crocs in one second how do lawsuits work like can i just wake up one day and, and like sue like do i need a lawyer to sue do i have like i took law 12 like i look i took a law class in high school like like civil court, like can I just like show up and be like, mm, I have a claim. I declare bankruptcy. You know what I mean? Like how does that happen? How, what, where, why? I'm I'm very interested. Like where do all these people have all this time and money to just sue? Because I feel like it sounds a hell of a lot easier to just let it go, you know? Do as Frozen taught us and just let it go. I won't do the whole song, but you know what I mean. Anyway, the first reason that the Walmart Crocs suck with the big holes, Croc charms don't fit. Second reason, and more detrimental reason, arguably, is that you can see if I have, you know, long toenails. So I have to fix that before we slide into summer weather and I'm, you know, out wearing my Crocs and with exposed toenails. I think that would be perfect name for this episode, Exposed Toenails. I always forget, I really need to keep like a pen and paper near me while I do this because I feel like at least 76 times during an episode, I'll be like, oh, that's the title of this episode. But then when I go to title the episode, I can't remember any. What I actually think has has a benefit I've gotten from this podcast because let me tell you, financially, okay, did I just develop a Southern accent? I did not mean to do anything that was, I'm, you know, I'm going to leave that in. Um, financially, nothing. Zero, less than nothing. I'm, de- I'm in the deep reds. I'm in the maroons. But spiritually, I feel like because I've had to listen to my voice enough times now, I like, kind of don't care anymore. I've, I've, I've come to a place of acceptance with the fact that I just sound like I have a sinus infection. And that's Okay. I accept that. And I think we should all accept. If you, if you or, or a loved one <laughs> know someone who has been affected by nasally sounding voice, NSV, do not confuse it with RSV, NSV, 
tell them it's okay. We don't have a program for you. We don't have a number to call. We don't have a thing you can buy for four easy payments of $9.99. But just know, like, it's fine. There are, like, so bigger problems in the world. Um, And at the end of the day, your voice only sounds weird to you. I think that can be the slogan for the campaign. Your voice only sounds weird to you. Well, it could sound weird to other people, but it only sounds like your voice. You know what I mean? Like, when you're listening to your voice on a recording, you think, oh my god, I sound so weird. But everyone else doesn't think you sound weird. They just think you sound like you. Which means, if you do the math, (laughs) you're weird. (laughs) So I guess it's not going to be all right, but that's okay, too. Okay, speaking of things not going to be all right, I have... Uh, I have an anecdote, um, a commentary, a fear that I would like to express. Now, we don't often do, like, current events. This isn't really current events. And if it is current events, it's, like, technology current events. So I think it'll always kind of be relevant. Um, I opened my Snapchat yesterday. And you could, the the first question, obviously, is why the hell are you still using Snapchat? In my defense, I feel like Snapchat is a dying brand, but for whatever reason, for people who, like around my age, who used it to like communicate with other people, it kind of stuck. Like, I don't think, I don't think the kids these days, I haven't spoken to many, but if anyone gets a hold of them, if you get a hold of a medical professional, send this to them. And if you get a hold of like a, like a trendy kid these days, just ask them a question. Actually, you could set this episode, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty family-friendly. I don't really say anything bizarre. Um, ask them if they're making Snapchats, because I don't think they are. But I think people who had a Snapchat are still using Snapchat. Now, I say that to make myself feel better for still using Snapchat. But I went into my Snapchat the other day. Actually, not even the other day, precisely yesterday. Because everyone knows when you say the other day, that could mean three weeks ago, two days ago, eight years ago. But yesterday, I opened my Snapchat, and at the top of my messages was a message from someone called My AI. And I clicked on it, and I immediately had to like accept some sort of terms of service. So I'm assuming that means that my Snapchat is now listening, which means hello everyone at Snapchat who you know have hacked into the phone that I'm currently using to record my podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Honestly, the only thing that makes me mad about that, knowing that there's people listening, is that I can't count them in the viewer count or the listener count. Like, my FBI agent who controls my phone listens to me every week. Why is that not reflected in the numbers? Why is that not reflected in the data? My new Snapchat FBI agents who are, you know, apparently, in quotes, not listening to me. Mm -hmm. I know you are listening to me, and I'm actually fine with that. I don't mind the attention, but can you please incorporate those listeners into the Apple podcast numbers, the Spotify numbers, the whatever, whatever the heck else numbers, because it says I have zero listeners and that's frankly wrong. And stats should be true. I thought numbers were concrete. I thought numbers were, I thought math was correct and the math is looking wrong and that is a travesty. But back to what I was talking about. I obviously clicked accept. I didn't read really the terms of service. I kind of thought about it. I was like, if there's ever a time to actually read this whole box it's now like when the robots are taking over i essentially opted in to our own demise as a society because the robots are fully taking over and it seems like a good idea now and i and i don't exactly know how it's going to turn bad but i just know that it is like we're so screwed i just feel it in my gut 
in my gut flora, in my biome. Like it's just, it's just not going to end well for us. But again, of course I clicked accept. And now basically everyone on their Snapchat has a Google. I talk about my love for the, the box on Google. Like, do you know when you type in something on Google, like how long does it take an avocado to ripen? you get that box, you get the other list of articles, but you get that box at the top that kind of like breaks it down. That's essentially what this Snapchat AI is. So I'm going to ask it, we were talking about how to sue people earlier. I'm going to ask it, how does one sue? Okay. How do you sue someone? Question. My AI is typing. Which PS, can we please get rid of that software? I, I, I don't need a lot of things that my phone gives me, but I definitely don't need a notification that someone is typing. Like, I don't care. Tell me when they sent the message. Because sometimes I get a notification that someone is typing and then they don't actually send a message and then I just think they're mad at me and they start spiraling. But I guess that's a me problem. Okay, let's see what my AI said. Okay, suing someone is a complex legal process that typically requires the assistance of an attorney. If you're considering suing someone, it's important to consult with a lawyer who can advise you on the best course of action based on your specific situation. They can help you understand the legal process and prepare your case. Like, they came back with that response in two seconds. I wonder if moms feel threatened by, like, Google and this new AI thing. Because I feel like anytime someone has a random question, they, they go to, like, if not their mother, like a motherly figure maybe an aunt, maybe some, like a, like a, someone they just hold in high regard, like, like a maternal presence. But now we can just go to my AI on Snapchat. And do they like that? Or do they not like that? Like, do they want to be asked random questions? Are they like, thank God, like you take these idiots, you know, you answer their questions. Actually, after you've sent this episode to your medical professional, uh, um, a hip teenager in your life, Send it to your mom and just, and, and just, or again, like a, a maternal figure, you know, whoever you would text like random questions like this to, like, what temperature do I have to cook lamb at? You know, how do I know if the raw cookie dough I just ate is like giving me worms in my butt? Like just questions like that, random questions that you would ask them that you could now ask AI. Actually, okay, I'm sorry. I have to ask my Snapchat AI. Does eating raw cookie dough give you buttworms? Let's see. Hmm. It's taking a while. I've stumped him. Oh, here we go. There is no scientific evidence to support the claim that eating raw cookie dough can give you buttworms. I love that I just made Snapchat AI say buttworms. It's like when we used to make Siri swear. However, consuming raw eggs or uncooked flour can increase your risk of foodborne illness. I love that foodborne has an E at the end. So it is generally not recommended. Okay, next important question. Is it illegal to have the light on in your car? Was anyone else told that it was in your car? I was always told that is illegal. We're going to get pulled over. Like if you have like the dashboard light. It is not illegal to have the light on in your car. I was, I've been lied to while driving, but it is generally not recommended. That's not, what, that's not what I asked. Wow, we can really just... They just hold the answers to the universe. Okay, but where does this come from? 
like, at least when the aliens land, like, we'll know that they came from space. Where is this AI getting its information from? Like, Wikipedia tells you. Wikipedia gives you those little footnotes. Everyone, everyone hates Wikipedia. Everyone says it's bad, don't use it. I can honestly tell you, truthfully, from the bottom of my soul, Wikipedia has never, has never steered me wrong. I've used it to write essays. I've used it to base my moral beliefs on. Never steered me wrong. I don't know what my point was, but I don't know where this AI is getting its information, but I mean, it's sounding right. Although maybe it's like a horoscope. Maybe they're just going to say like, there is no evidence for this to every question. Now you could be wondering, how is it like a horoscope? I think I just meant like, there's going to be really general, so it can apply to anything. Hmm. I'm going to ponder that, um, but I'm kind of getting worried that the robots are taking over. Again, I don't really know. Actually, I'm going to ask it, are the robots taking over? Maybe they'll be honest. I tried to trick it earlier. I said, when is my birthday? And it said, we do not have uh, your personal information. I said, mm, that sounds like someone who, that sounds like what you would say if you did have my personal information. Okay. Wait, what was I going to ask it? Oh, yes. Oh, by the way, everyone, I have a new favorite hobby. It's walking into rooms and forgetting why I was there in the first place. I've been doing it almost daily. You know how some people have like a workout routine? I have a walking into rooms and forgetting why I was there routine. And then it's like a memory game. Like I'm trying to remember. It's, it's actually probably good for your brain, like brain, brain games. Okay, dear my Snapchat AI, are the robots taking over? I'm scared I'm going to get flagged. If this episode ends abruptly, it's because my phone exploded. No, the robots are not taking over. Again, it sounds convenient coming from you. While automation and artificial intelligence are becoming more prevalent in many industries, they are still tools that are designed to help humans perform tasks more efficiently. Holy cow. Everything goes back to Santa Claus 2. In Santa Claus 2, he built like a robot or something, or he put himself through like a 3D printer, which was very cutting edge. This was like 2004. They dreamed up 3D printers. He made a 3D printer that was supposed to act as Santa where he was on Earth doing 90 Day Fiancé to get a wife. Which, of course, he did in the end. Spoiler alert. Not really a spoiler. Um, is it a spoiler if it's from 20 years ago? Like, is there, a, is there a time limit to something isn't a spoiler? You know who to ask? AI. Is there a time limit on spoilers? I don't think I'm ordering that correctly, but let's ask. This is, like, going to be my new Wordle. While there isn't a set time limit on spoilers, it's generally considered polite to avoid revealing major plot points or twists in a story for a few weeks after its release. Okay, we're at, like, hundreds of weeks at this point for Santa Claus 2. But, yeah, very cutting edge. Everything comes back to Santa Claus 2. Who knew? It's even relevant in April. We're almost at May. Okay, well, I feel like I did what I came here to do. I would, I would definitely say that this is one of our weirder episodes, but that's okay. That's allowed. You know, we're allowed to have weird episodes. Um, I want to thank you for listening, if you did. I remind you that we are on basically anywhere you can, get a, you can listen to a podcast. Most places, Spotify, iTunes, some other places. Um, you can go to our website, 
no wait, sorry, forgive me, podcast nobody asked this dot podbean dot com. One day I will get that correct. Um yeah, we're also on Instagram. We had a TikTok at one point, but you know, you can go look at our archives. Uh and yeah, if you took the time to listen to this, I really appreciate it. If you didn't, um I'm gonna give you the silent treatment because you won't hear this anyway. Uh but yeah, thank you so much. See you next week.